Happy Sunday. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. My name is Hope. I hope everyone has been enjoying their time back in school. I just finished my first week. I love school so much. I love it. So it's only appropriate that I get inspired after my first week and I want to speak about it. Today, I am going to discuss the importance of remaining curious and aware. So I will begin by talking about education, specifically the system and my experience navigating it as a first-generation college student. I attended a private high school for four years and then continued on to the University of San Francisco for my first year in college. I then transferred to a public junior college for my second year, and I'm beginning my third year there now. Based on my education, you can tell that I've been incredibly privileged when it comes to my path. However, I want to discuss the difficulty of actually finding my place in these environments and how the system, no matter the access you may have to the physical spaces, makes obtaining a higher education difficult for minorities, specifically first-generation. Still, there are so many other marginalized groups of people that have similar and many times worse trouble navigating higher education due to its oppressive nature. An example of this is not having professors who are people of color. It's I can't get into it right now, but that affects the masses and it affects the people attending college because they don't feel represented. To give a little more insight, I just finished reading The Historian as Curandera by Aurora Levins Morales. A curandera is a traditional native healer from Latin America, places of Southern Europe, and even the United States. They dedicate their work towards methods of healing mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual illnesses. This can be accomplished by many different ways, mainly confronting trauma, which we all have in the depths of our psyche. Their motivation is to heal the soul. Morales, being a historian, introduces a type of history that focuses on healing and telling the stories that are buried beneath the imperial history that's required by public education's curricula. For example, America's white history and the victories of colonization are in the curriculum, but if you want to learn about those enslaved, murdered, and taken advantage of, you have to wait until college to take an elective. Spoiler, not everyone goes to college, but everyone is in fact impacted by all sides of history, whether it is their own or someone else's. Morales highlights the inconsistencies and lack of representation when it comes to the poor and the disenfranchised. She even says, quotes, If history books looked like the population of the world, they would be full of women, people of color, poor people, workers, children, slaves, and the colonized. There are real people whose lives, are, whose lives and whose histories are misplaced by the system's need for power. So she talks about this medicinal telling of stories and history to incorporate these people who were forgotten. Education is power, not only concerning the social hierarchy, but more importantly, how we view ourselves in the world. To this day, the way history is written makes having an impact or control seem, as a minority, impossible. 
or hard to obtain. For me, I know even thinking about college seems so far removed growing up. Despite me attending a private college preparatory high school, the majority of the people I was surrounded by were white, wealthy, and Christian. Their realities and home lives were very different than mine. People in my family were not given the opportunity to go to college. I remember thinking that it's not for me. Going to college, getting an education, having this elevated path in life didn't seem for me based on what I'd heard about the upbringing of my parents and the rest of our family and based on the types of people that I could vaguely identify with in the history that we were learning in school or just the curriculum in general that we're learning in school. My junior year is about the time that I was able to break down some barriers when it came to my capacity and envisioning a future for myself that is informed and meaningful. Even though there are stories that are inspiring about historically famous public figures such as Malcolm X, Frida Kahlo, Martin Luther King Jr., Nefertiti, and the like, their efforts are often exploited to seem beneficial only to the development of the Western world or superpower empires. There are chunks of their lives that are hidden and even people who are forgotten who were just as resilient and who contributed to our present. The people who wrote history books were not the people in the fields or starving or those forced out of their homes. So there's this disconnect for people like me when entering a higher education sphere because my history has been edited, ignored, and even erased. Having minimal representation of people I can relate to only made me want to work harder, but it was also so frustrating to see the people around me not take the importance of what we were learning about seriously, simply because it didn't affect them. Their history had been told as natural and what is right, and their path to obtaining a higher education was guaranteed, while mine was like a scavenger hunt to find pieces that explain my social standing and the horrible experiences my parents had and their parents had growing up. I want to make it clear that having access to these spaces not only means being educated, but it means that you have a way of feeling connected. Connected to yourself, to your community, and to your cause for existing. It is extremely classist to know about your history and to be able to have resources that assist your development, such as education. Education is a tool to better yourself in all areas of life, not just as a method to make more money. Why do you think it's so hard to obtain? Why it is seen as something that only wealthy people can have? Because if the masses and the poor were able to have education so easily, our power would be unmatched, to be honest with you. But the trauma that people of color and minorities gen uh, go through and witness in their communities are ones that create barriers for themselves and for ourselves because these social systems that control what we learn about growing up affect the way individuals view themselves or view their god or their purpose 
history and knowledge is the main way to exude power. So having knowledge about the places that you occupy and the places you want to go can open up your potential. For example, I was speaking with someone a few weeks ago, and we were just talking about life, and he mentioned how he feels like there's this entity that controls everything that happens, right? That they feel trapped, that there's just something that they don't know about because this higher thing or, or um, control is stopping them, that they feel trapped in their heads. So they feel like there's some sort of important information that's being kept from them. And talking to them, it was a familiar explanation because I had also felt like this. But then I felt the release and the influx of this so-called secret information when I began my journey in college. It was a sociology class, and I was finally learning about the side of history that oppressed my family and their experiences. I was learning about the system and how it is flawed so much that it not only works in favor of one specific group, but it also works against those not belonging to this specific group. This fact makes the history of minorities unknowable. That our own power is masked because our society paints inequality as some natural occurrence. They view the state as their god. That, That we see the state as this decider of our lives and in result we can feel powerless. The state is what limits our capacity to expand and feel necessary and heard in this world. Because if you think about it, the things that we do learn growing up and in school and public schools and everything, it doesn't cater to all cultures, right? Yes, we're in America, but no, America was not just built by the colonizers who came here and destroyed the land and took over cultures, and erased cultures, erased sacred grounds, destroyed sacred grounds. It's not, it doesn't show the damage. And that damage carries through from generation to generation, whether we know about it or not. So it does make sense to feel like somebody who hasn't had opportunity and who hasn't been reassured that they can seek out opportunity to feel like there is this special knowledge or this this special information that's being kept from them. It makes sense. But the truth is, no one controls your thoughts but you. The experiences we obtain from a young age and the social barriers in place absolutely deeply affect us, but the ultimate tool that we can ever be equipped with is ourselves. We cannot let these circumstances that we're born into limit all we can be. Understanding the shitty rules of our government... (laughs) and the societal expectations of certain individuals. I oftentimes fantasize about a world where people of color are given the opportunity in their communities 
in our homes, our minds, a reality where our souls were taken care of in a way that they could learn to support ourselves with the foundation of a system that truly wants us to flourish. I imagine life if the erasure of our history hadn't also stripped the emotional, mental, and spiritual support and vision of prosperity that we can build for ourselves. I get so passionate and angry even sometimes because the wasted potential is a killer. I get so I get so angry when I see people and, and they look at their circumstances and they feel like they're not good enough. And they feel that way. Their feelings are completely valid because our world and the way that things function do that to you. They make you feel like you can't do it. And there are people pushing back on you and telling you, no, you're not supposed to do that. That's not where you fit in. But everything that has happened up to this point did not just happen naturally. It makes me so mad that the system that's supposed to protect us makes us feel small. But people have gone through it, right? Our families, our ancestors have gotten through it. My mother imagined her children having both of their parents, you know, because she didn't have that. So she imagined her children having both of their parents. She imagined me going to school and, and, and feeling like I could do anything. So it happens. Change happens. You can't listen to people. You can't listen to the system when it pushes back on you. In order to be a catalyst for change, we have to be informed. We have to demand this information about our history. The information has previously come from studious environments, but now with the technology and exposure that we have to worldly news and the ability to connect and um, contribute to different groups, we have a power to really make a difference. Knowledge is power, as we all remember seeing on a poster at school, on the walls. <laughs> you know, I've been thinking about all of this, as I typically do. I reflect often about the space that I occupy and the expectations I have for myself based on this connection I feel to my history I know very little about. I'm learning how to heal myself, but I'm also aware that there is an urgency to hold on to the unknown to embrace it and accept it for whatever it may be. I know there are stories in my family that I'm never going to hear about. I am part Native American and part <laughs> United King from the United Kingdom. My dad took his test, whatever. And I know what that means from being in school. And it hurts my heart to know that there's so much trauma down my bloodline and I'm also Mexican and Samoan. And, you know, my grandpa came here from Mexico. And there's there's so many stories that I'm not going to hear about. Because that's not how history works. But I'm going to fight to make sure that people know that it mattered. That it still mattered. 
you know, I, I know how difficult it can be to get yourself up in the morning, especially when it seems like the place you exist isn't working for you. You know, and I, I used to think that everything I feel right now is meant to flourish into something greater at a later time, you know. So I mentally created a time and space for my concerns to filter out what others didn't have time for. But these things are affecting me now. My existence is all the experience I need to speak about things that impact me. That statement holds true for anyone who is listening today. Come into your power. We have to remain curious and continue to utilize ourselves as a tool. Utilize yourself as a tool. Use the internet for what it can do for you. We do have the power to make great changes in our lives and the lives of others. There's this this vision for our livelihood as a collective that will come true only when we open up our potential. We cannot become complicit. We cannot just continue to think that we're doing something by retweeting something. We have to talk about it. Because what good is change or what, what, what good is, is knowing about these things going to do if all of our knowledge is just attached to our devices? We have to create a space where we're actively preserving our history and our efforts. You matter. The voices of the marginalized and the forgotten and the looked over matter. Power on. I believe in you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I hope you can take the words that I shared and carry them with you throughout your week. I just want you to remain curious and excited and know that no matter what, do not give up. We got this. (laughs) I will be back on Thursday. Thank you. Have a great week.